this is this is this is this is it. A movie by Michael Jackson. Okay. Did you see it? No. This is it. No, I didn't. It's good. Michael Jackson, and he's like he's just kissing boys on their penis. <laughs> but he's moonwalking when he doesn't. Australia, you lost us. G'day, mate, you lost us. And also, I left a big void of coronavirus uh, in the apartment we left. Why are you giving away all the secrets? Remember on the way out of Australia, they tried to keep us there. To, to... That was horrifying. That was horrifying. I, You and I, you know, I, I'm going to give us... We're... I know I probably don't seem like I'm good at playing it cool, but I think when it really matters, I can play it cool. Did I do a good job of playing it cool? Yeah, we both were cool. Remember when he said to me, he said, uh, show me your ID, and I was like, why don't you go fuck your mother? That's not what happened. I was like, I'm out of here. I'm out of your dumb country. And then I started, remember I started jumping around and going like, this is what a kangaroo looks like. That's what you are. You're a kangaroo. You're That's f- not how I remember things. I got what I do remember is just sweat leaking down my ass cheeks. That yeah. I got nervous because I was like, "But we're nearly out of here." We well, were... mate, how do you sustain yourself for uh, six months? And then I was like, uh, "I'm about to lie now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what I because they did to some degree they separated us a little bit. Do you remember that? Kind of. They well, they kind of took you away from me and started a conversation with you, while then another person started a conversation with me. So I was sitting there trying to have a conversation with that woman while trying to hear what was going on in your conversation, and I heard them asking you how we sustained ourselves, and you said that your life savings. And I, it's funny because I remember hearing what they were asking you more than I remember whatever I said to them. Because I I was trying to do the two actions at once. I'm pretty sure I was just like talking about the comedy festival and coming out and being canceled and then how we stayed with friends, which, you know, is also a lie. Um, And yeah, it was very scary because I was like, this is, and I heard them ask you if you had any cash on you. Then he said, it was, that guy was okay. And she was quite nice. But then there was another guy off to the left and he was like making a phone call. I was like, who are you calling? My fucking mother. Get the fuck out of here. We're leaving. It's because they, they couldn't find our visas. They couldn't find our visas because we applied for a COVID visa. And then they said, you know, we just didn't recognize that visa. And I'm like, is that my fucking job to help you with the visas that your country is coming up with? Fuck you. But I didn't say that. Yeah, and plus we're leaving. Why do they care? I know. It's weird. Like, what do they think we're taking out of that country? There's nothing there. There's no money. Not good memories, anyway. There's no drugs, no good memories. Like, what what, what are we peddling aside from, like, kangaroo meat? Like, I swear to God. So, 
but we got out. We got out. We got a little tiff in Hong Kong. That was fun. Yeah. Hong Kong. Every time I say it, I hear a gong. Uh huh. Hong Kong, and it goes. Jesus Christ. I don't remember that. I think we were fighting in Hong Kong. Well, we weren't we weren't fighting, but we had a very uh, typical couple argument because because I had all the bags. <laughs> because you had all the bags. <laughs> I had all the bags, and you started to smell like shit. <laughs> you had all the bags. Everything. <laughs> you so smelled smelly. like shit. Well, hey, that's your fault. You know why? Because you got shit rocked our last night. Oh yeah, that's yeah. over. Yeah, you were very hungover. So, yeah, we, we went to hang out with John Boy one last time. And um, you, well, like, you know, his lady friend, we never gave her a name. Um, I mean, she's she's one of my favorite people on earth. I, I look I look forward to the day to see both of them again. But she kept filling up your, your glass with daiquiri. And... She never left to go in empty. Yeah, never. She was very good. She's one of the best hostess yeah, I've she's, ever. She's a great hostess. Yeah, ever. Like, cause it, she made that. She made fried chicken without like a deep fryer, which I've actually never seen someone successfully do. That was really nice. It was really delicious, and they had all those hot sauces. Yeah, I put too much on, and they hurt myself. Oh, that oh. was funny. I watched that happen to you. It actually, so it happened to me. I used that same hot sauce when I was having a conversation with where was that guy from? Um, which guy? Just two guys. Not, not English. Oh, the other guy's from Czech Republic. Yeah, so the Czech guy, he was talking to me about yoga, you know, which we love so much, but he was really talking about yoga, like, really in depth, and, like, to the point where when I, I dipped my chicken in that hot sauce and I put it in my mouth, my mouth went on fire, but I felt, you know, this is where my social anxiety comes in. Instead of being like, excuse me, sir, I am in pain and I need to take care of this. I was like, I have to pay attention until he ends his thought. But his thought was like never ending about yoga. Like it was actually really impressive. It's the most I've seen that guy talk. He talked about yoga and he did it for like five minutes to the point where I went into pain, into shock, and then came out of it and was fine by the time that conversation was over. But then I watched you out of the corner of my eye do the same and thing. This is doing the daiquiri because it's kind of cold. So yeah, you were downing the daiquiri. Just to like try and stop my mood from being too hot. But I mean, that's vodka, isn't it? So. Well, and then it was, you know, so your alarm went off notifying us that, you know, we had to go oh, because yeah. of the curfew. Oh, yeah. Sorry, daddy. Yeah, daddy. Daddy Andrew. Dan Mandrews. Yeah. Fucking cock. I, I'm, 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 we're out of there. So I, I hate that man, but. Yeah, so the, your alarm went off, but now at this point, you're you are just you're hammered, and you kind of look at me, and I'm feeling sentimental, and and like, was it GBH? Not, uh, John Boy had broken out the GBH, which I had never done before. I always got something up his sleeve. Always got something up his sleeve, and I don't know if it really did anything, but I did. I was feeling. I always get very sentimental, and I was feeling overly sentimental, and you were wasted. And I and you know we had that conversation like should we go, oh, you know? Yeah. And I can be swayed. Do you know what I mean? Because like I was like, well, because I'm sitting there and I'm trying to like negotiate. I'm like, well, we could stay here until five a.m. and we could just party, and then um, I'll stay awake and finish packing us, and then we'll go to the airport and we'll just pass it on the plane. No big deal. But at 
I, I remember trying to have this conversation with you and you were like, I don't know, I need you to make the decision. And you were saying that as you were standing on a chair with smoking a cigarette and then you like nearly fell onto your face with a cigarette and I told you to get down off the chair and then you were standing next to the chair and you fell into the wall and you spilled daiquiri all over yourself. Oh uh, yeah, that's why I was bruised and I remember falling. Yeah, but then I was like, oh, you're hammered. And... Um, and you were like, I can't make this call. And I was like, well, I can't make it either because you're too drunk to make it. And, I, and my heart's too big right now. I don't want to leave these people because I hate saying goodbye because I didn't have a father. You mm. know, I was abandoned. So, but then you, you were actually the voice of reason at, at 8.04 PM. You were like, we should go. What if we, we could miss our flight. Like it's not, like that could have happened. It, I, yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't be here. You'd kill today. yourself. Yeah. But then it saying goodbye took 35 minutes. Mm. It was funny. We kept putting on songs and then all in a group hug dancing to them. Um, she was crying, which made me cry. It made it really, I mean, it, huh, it made me so sad. I hated saying goodbye because. They were the funnest thing about Australia. They, they were easily the best part about Australia. But not even that. It's like we are, I will, you know, even with all the fucking horseshit that was, you know, we were lucky to find anybody that not only were friends there, but that I, I would consider friends for life. Yeah. And and just always a good time. I My only regret is not hanging out with them more. But so we left after the curfew and we had to sneak through the streets and I had to get your drunk ass. You, your mask kept falling off your face. And you were like, I don't care. You know? well, what do we want to do at this stage? You know what I mean? And uh, then, yeah, I guess they could lock you up and you could miss your flight. But I think it's in their interest to get you out of our country at this stage. Right. Well, then we got back to the apartment. I don't and, remember anything then. Well, I'm surprised. Yeah. you. So you, I had to help you get your pants off. Oh, yeah. You went straight to the bed. I can get my pants off when I'm drunk. You should see me on public transport. <laughs> I yeah. get a breeze on my penis. Yeah. As a woman screams on the phone to the cops, I have a breeze on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, your songs are... are I, I, I'm glad to see that they have the same hit, even yeah. on this side of the world. Well, So you, you, you went face first in the bed. You're like, you know, I had to help you get your pants off and your shoe. No, I think you got your shoes off yourself. But then at one point, pretty soon after you, you went down, you like shot back up and staggered to the bathroom and, you know, head in the toilet. We're trying to puke. And then I was like, are you going to puke? And, and you were like, I, I don't know. And so I tied your hair back for you so you could like, you know, puke better. But then then you like looked at me. And, you know, pulled your underwear down. You're like, I just have to pee. And so then you sit on the toilet to piss. And I'm like, you got to pee. And you're like, no. And then you just stood up and then fell directly into the shower and on the floor. And I was like, good God. And that's it's so funny being too drunk. It is a hilarious way to be. Well, that is why you were so stinky and miserable on the plane. Yeah, that hurt. That was painful. But fortunately, John Boy gave us each half an ambient so at least the, yeah that worked for the yeah. second flight because the second flight was night like the first Fucking flight was like Cathay Pacific is a good airline yeah and sadly Very they're nice. like on going out of business it seems yeah but fucking British Airways was a fucking absolute what Shit it was show. like a pigsty in the sky 
just fat smelly english people just all crammed in just stinking up giving each other covid for sure absolutely well in cathay pacific it was very lovely with all my space the air was fresh the meal was beautiful i still oh yeah you love you love the airplane food i love it i still want to open that restaurant that just serves airplane food yeah yeah this is a great idea i actually i i do endorse (laughs) I normally tell people don't open a restaurant when you have no experience running a restaurant. But this one, I think, just have at it. Picture it. You sit in boots that are as tight as the seats on the plane. Right. You're not even facing each other because I want this to be authentically like an airplane. So you're like in an airplane that's on the ground. And then the menu has all the different airlines. Does the restaurant move? I think it should move. Like, even if it's just rotating. Maybe it's like, you know, the shell of a plane that just kind of rotates sadly in a circle. Yes. In a circle. In a circle, going nowhere yeah. fast. Yeah, and then, like, the head chef in the kitchen does the, like, you know, oh, we're just uh, taking off. <laughs> Stra- strap in uh, desserts on its way. And then <laughs> your actual waiters do push a fucking cart. It's going to be... Yeah, and you get If to- you enjoy having... Uh, I know, like, a lot of comics have their jokes about airplane food or whatever but i'm serious i think opening a restaurant that serves airplane food is hilarious and it'd be good i've never had a bad uh, meal on a plane well knock on wood because you're due or maybe my standards are just realistic what do people think they're gonna get fucking uh beef a la pignon or some shit at fucking seventy thousand feet i mean cafe gave us those pork noodles which i thought were really good do they have them or do they have you had the pork noodles yes because you told me you regretted not getting the beef pie oh yes yes i still regret that yeah <laughs> well you know Fuck, i'm gonna think about that every two weeks for a second well that's a reason to fly back to australia just so you can get the beef pie on the way back Oh, we could just like the Hong Kong boing. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. The British Airways food. I don't even remember eating. Oh, I, that was bad. That was kind of shitty. But I'm like, we were passed out on we ambience. So. Yeah, because you, I remember. I I remember. I started whatever movie I started. I think it was Little Women, the new Little Women, which you know I think was a mistake to make. But who cares? I the ambient kicked in so fast, probably because you know we're like sleep deprived and our bodies are going through weird time zone shit and everything um but i passed out and i woke up to food in front of me and you were already scarfing your food Mm. but no one else around us was eating so i don't know how we got the you don't you couldn't tell me how we got the food (laughs) no i was just it was there i was gonna eat it i think there was bread and some sort of that was probably one of the worst uh, airplane meals it's still good though and no matter what if you're eating in the sky it's good times see i had good food on british airways going to scotland and and also even flying from new york to london but but yeah that was that was tragic that was tragic and the flight was packed online cathay where social distancing was no problem and we we had rose to ourselves this flight there was not an empty seat on the whole fucking thing. packed full of farm animals as well if you remember the, the the quality of human being on that flight was of low standard yeah there that's real, fair some real fucking you know a couple of people had parked the old wife you know uh some people needed two seats and they were squeezed into one if you know what i'm saying big fatty bum bums well and then we got to to i'm you know because for me everything's been so jarring and like i guess you know not to plug somebody else's podcast but i just did horatio gould's podcast and uh 
you know, pretty much went from beginning to end through the whole fucking thing, really including like uh, how you and I met and just the whole the whole thing, right? So if you want to hear about it all, you can you can check that out. But like, I don't even remember what I was about to say. What was I talking about? I think you're gonna. I I see. I'm I'm dealing with trauma. Is what I mean to say because oh yeah, I I I. To me, it was like not enough to be on the flight. To me, it was like when we touch down and my feet are on the ground outside of Heathrow Airport in London is when that that thing is fucking over, you know? And we had to fill out these forms, like the passenger locator forms, so people could find us in the event. What a had, joke that is. Yeah, like we get off the plane. No, t- there, there's like signs being like, your temperature is about to be taken. Not even one person even grew. We, I just... There's no adult. It was a machine. There. It was a machine that you just put your passport on and just opens again. It was easier than using the tube. Yeah, there's there's no adult there. And then you you know, I had This purchased... country has some of the most COVID for sure with their lax border security, which I agree with their lax border security because I didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, me too. I mean, because I had all that perfume. Because yeah. I, I you know, I don't know if I ever brought this up, but like I have a scent. And it was discontinued, and I found out while in Australia, and it turns out it's being sold at every chemist warehouse in Australia. So I started buying that shit up when I had money. Um, I have a scent too, and it's shit. Yeah, well, we can talk about that in a minute, because indeed you do. Um, so yeah, so then it was like two days before the flight, I like looked at you, and I was like, what's customs? Because like I've never had anything. And, uh, yeah, I, I was like, fuck, I'm about to bring all this perfume into this country for my use, but I didn't want to like deal with anybody at customs. And sure enough, there was no one to deal with. So that was a pleasant surprise. No passenger locator form was checked. No temperature was checked. And I have my perfume, my $12 of Balenciaga B discontinued perfume. Oh, we just strolled into this country like the open gate it is. And us and the rest of the farm animals just wandered in. I'm grateful. I am so grateful. So am I. Yeah, I, I don't want, I don't, I do not want to knock whatever it is they're doing because right now, being here compared to what we went through, I will. All you have to do is not look at the news and it's all good. Apparently, up north is bad, but we're not up north, so fuck them, you know what I mean? Sorry. It's so easy to get like that when suddenly we're not the people who are being oppressed. When it's not you, it's hilarious. When it is you, it's not one bit funny. I mean... That's That's a lesson for everyone in life. Take this with you wherever you go. When it's not you, it is hilarious. And I'm talking about black, disabled, women... But when it is you, me in Australia, not doing all the lovely things I want to do, then it is offensive for anyone to put anything on Facebook. If if you even have the cheek to smile and be outside, yeah, that was too much and it was rude. I want you cancelled. But when it's not me, ha 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 Noted. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, remember we like, we got to where we're living and... Pleasant surprise. It's beautiful. Like, it didn't look like this in a photo. Like, I'm I'm just so ready for things to be such shit at all times after the last six months that when we walked into this room, I was like, no. No, you know? It's a very nice room. Like, I, I thought, I was like, are the walls going to crumble around me? Is that the catch? Am I going to be buried in this room? 
So we walked into this room and then we went to a Weatherspoons because I've never been to one and we were hungry. Guess and whose that's idea where, that was? Huh? Guess whose idea that was? Yeah, obviously it was yours. You wanted to relive uh, part of your youth when you used to work there. Oh my God, the breakfast is so bad for you and it's so big and it's so cheap. And it's not, it doesn't really taste good, but... It doesn't matter. But it does because like, it's just pump it with fucking ketchup and pe- they just put all the condiments on it and you're just yeah but it was weird to get condiments there because they're doing like covid style ordering but even so we're like at a restaurant and we like walked in and we had our masks on and everybody looked at us like we were freaks so we took the masks off it was great because it was a restaurant full of old people they call witherspoons it's called god's waiting room and it's full of old people with no masks on and they're gonna be the first to go and they don't care they don't obviously they don't believe in it one thing because remember i wear my i wore my mask in there and then i saw someone someone stare at me maskless so i kind of sheepishly took it off and i was like yeah it's probably a hoax actually it's probably an hoax hoax old man who's coughing in the corner who looks like he's about to go i'm just i i think you know i've been really passionate about the the australia situation after living in it because i guess i'm american and you know freedom is in for me and i the way i was forced to exist while in australia i'm like to me if that is like being alive there's no point in it for me like that's not living for me being told by a man i've never met a government that I, you know, or a government of any kind. Like, when did it become cool to be like, you know what? The government said I should do this, so I'm going to fucking do this. And I, being forced to, like, live, it like, shut inside my home. And this isn't, like, an anti-masker type situation, you know, where I'm like, I don't believe in the coronavirus. It's like, yeah, no, there's a virus. But, like, at this point, I feel like we have the information that we need to be allowed to make the choice that works best for us. Are you saying we should throw all the old people into an incinerator? Just like the Jews. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I, for me personally, I don't, I, I, it frightens me what's happening in Australia and I am grateful to be out and I don't know if I will ever go back because I even, I mean, we've been out just over a week now and I'm, I'm, I've acclimated faster than I thought, but like, it's been weird because when people... I can't even remember my fucking old lifestyle. This is, I just got straight back into this. Yeah, but it's like when, well, I don't know if anyone's asked you, how are you? What have you been up to? But like, I went to, you know, one of these shows and somebody that I knew, you know, they were like, how was lockdown for you? And I'm like, where do I begin? (laughs) You know? And like, and even then it's just like, I feel... It's it's harder for me to socialize. Like I'm I'm coming back to normal, but you know it it's been a lot and it's been relatively traumatizing. And then you know it's manifested in its own anxiety and fears. Um, you know, but fortunately ketamine's resolved some of that because we can buy that freely in this country. So all in all, my life supporting is black businesses improved one hundred percent. I'm thrilled to be here. I I mean I I I'm I can't be more grateful. I'm already back to work. I'm just back to normal life. Yeah, I know. I know. You know. Speaking of you, you know, smelling like shit, and and being drunk, it's it's basically like you did the plane again, except this time. I got back into booze this week. All right, in a in a very special way. Yeah, very I became, special I was way. A, I was a bit of a drunk for the last two days. 
Yeah. A drunken man who goes to work comes gets gets out of work and he goes to the bar. The fucking bar with no mask on. I was sitting outside on a pat on a. I just wanted to do one patio getting drunk day. You know what I mean? After work with my friend. Yeah. And they fucking did it. I nailed it. Yeah, well, there's two nights in a row that you have... um, Missed my... uh, Fucked up my trains. Yeah. Ended up taking three or four hours to get home Mm -hmm. because I'm drunk, falling asleep, or wake up in the wrong station. I can't figure out the buses, and I walk four miles, and I'm just a a fucking husk by the time I get back. Mm -hmm. And and there's, like, steam coming off of you. And it happened the night before last, and then somehow... It happened again last night. Yeah, so the night before last, you were you had collected, you had gone to a friend's birthday, but you also collected all this stuff that you had stored at his house. A big bag of stuff, our stuff. Heavy, big, very heavy. Big up my man Luke, he looks good with his haircut, and he also was doing yoga. Nice. So, but you miss your bus, you're stinking drunk, so you have to lug all that shit, like what, two miles? I would say it was ten miles. Okay, ten miles. So you lug all that shit. Ten- so when it was, you get it, home, like it wasn't ten miles, but I'm, I'm, I actually think it was four or five miles I walked. No, I believe you. So when you get home, you're sweating so much that like the hair on your asshole is singed. It's like you've like rubbed it together like two twigs, and you've like started a fucking roaster down there. Oh, everything. I'm so because it's hot here. It's fucking yeah, hot. Yeah, so it's hot here. here. It's hot. Dude, you look like you're complaining. I. <laughs> no, I love it. Like, but fuck, even walking at night with a. With all that, you know what I mean? So yeah. sweaty. So you were hot. So you get home. So you're hot. You're drunk. Carrying you're, two bags. Carrying two bags. You go to sleep. You wake up. You go to work. So at work, you work. You're landscaping. So you're covered in dirt. And guess what else is still sweating? Your ass crack. Everything's sweating. The ridges of your dick sweating. There's Don't, sweat oh, everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And now, now we're being offensive. So dirt in my hair as well. Yeah, I know, and I can see it right now because you haven't washed your hair and you're just twisting it, twisting away, twisting all the dirt into it. So it's my tick. You get out of work and then you go with your coworker uh, to have a few drinks, which. I guess also ends up with you guys sitting outside of the tube station, drinking out of cans. You can do that over here. Yep. You're allowed to do that. Like like vagrants. So then... Actually, we were saying rude stuff about people who were passing going into the train station. That's fun. That's a he fun was, thing yeah, to do. He's French, so he's very, you know, do you know what French people are like? Yeah, he's like, do you want a fed bitch? And then we'd both like go, ha, 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 ha. We'd laugh for ages. Good. And he would like, look at your tits on that. And then I would go, I'm married. I can't look. <laughs> but I'll have a peek. And then he was like, yeah. And then I look and it's like a 12-year-old. And I'm like, hmm, French people, you know, they're very liberal. I'm glad you seem to have uh, used your time wisely yesterday. So you get... <laughs> smoking, chain-smoking cigarettes, judging people as they go into the train. You're getting judged by two just guys covered in shit. With beers, small, just chain small, looking, looking like absolute fucking trash. Well, and then little do they know that one of those guys covered in shit who looks like trash is about to miss his stop again for the second night in a row. I love it. So you miss your stop, and and I know I know something is amiss because I I'm at a show because unlike Australia where I just was, I have gigged every day for the last four days, and I'm not bragging. I'm just really fucking grateful. But I'm at this show, and I'm asking you if you've had dinner, and you're not really answering that question. Instead, you're just telling me where you are, but I don't know what that is. And then you're telling me you're getting a bus. And then I ask another question, and your answer to that question is where you are and that you are getting a bus. So I'm like, okay, he's I'm being thorough. 
He is drunk. And then I was like, look, just let me know when you make it home because I can't help you. Like, I'm in a place called Berrylands, which sounds like, you know. I know where that is. Well, it sounds like one of the fucking places you land on in Candyland. Like, it doesn't sound real. It sounds made up. Place Robertin. Well, and I'm a little freaked out because, like, the trains come there every 30 minutes. And it was a nice show put on by a very nice lady. But, like, I was I was nervous because I was hungry and I wanted to get the fuck out of there and not, like, miss the train and wait, like, 35 minutes for the train. So you stopped replying. You're like, I'm, I'm home, but you've stopped replying. So I'm kind of giving you my status, but you're not reading it and you're not replying to it. And then the last thing I say to you before I get home is I hope you showered before you fell asleep. So when I And I would have hoped that too, but hope is a fucking it's a, f- a flimsy thing that doesn't really exist. It's just an idea. Fair enough. I mean, it's not tangible, that's for sure. Like like the the shit that you were covered in when I got home. You, that was very real. When I got home, I I entered the room and uh, the beautiful television that I purchased for us at a incredible sale price was on and all 50 inches of it and i was just watching child porn and and to music you had music um and child porn on no but so so you had you'd you'd gotten the tv on and you had selected some playlist and then and and so that was on and there was a light on and then i see the evidence of candy like the the empty candy that had been stored in the room was gone. Like the the wrapper was empty. All of the candy had been scarfed. Uh, <laughs> the wrapper was on the floor. And then the next thing I saw was a very expensive earring of mine that has uh, the the end that goes through the ear. You had twisted into a tool that you could use to what you've now told Scoop me. Scoop the shit out of where I fucking plug my charger into my phone. Scoop the shit out of your ass. So you turned it into a ass scooper. A poop scooper, but yeah. So you 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 bent my very expensive design. Hey, I'm theory. no fucking jeweler. I didn't know it was expensive, babe. Even if it was cheap, you fucking what prick. <laughs> yeah. So then, so then I see that, and I'm like, oh, and then I look at you, and by the the light of the television, I can see that you are visibly covered in dirt, <laughs> and I am like, okay, okay. So first, I'm like, Mark, Mark, you know, I'm like, hello, but then you're not stirring, and. I, then I I got a whiff of you. Uh, how bad you smell? And I was like, listen to me. You need to, you need to. I I, I was like pushing you. I was like, you need to take a shower. You nah, need- fucking hygiene's for fucking pussy boys. Yeah, and, and real men fucking get covered in shit and they maybe scrape it off on the weekend if they got time. Yeah. Well, then you you were shooing me away like I was a bug, and I was like, no, this isn't fair to me. I am a person. I'm proud of my dog. Oh yeah, this is this is what you're gonna say on this because you felt very sheepish after I told you the rest. You were being such a jerk. You were like, uh, like you you were just uh, like a teenager, and then you were like, babe, babe, stop, stop. I have to go to work. I have to go to work, and I was like, it's ten thirty. Shit all over the bed. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, candy's gone, earrings bent. You're covered in shit. Everything smells, and I was like. You're taking a fucking shower. I was like, I'm not going to argue about this. And, and I was like, look, if you don't want to take a shower, you can sleep on the floor. Like, these are your choices. But I'm not going to sleep in a, in a bed with a dirty, drunk man. And you had just been drooling. There's just drool all over the place. Like, like that. And so 
you refused to get up. You laughed in my face at one point, which I was, made me so angry. You, you laughed in my face. And then, so I took the covers away from you. Because no, I'm, that's not a good move. Well, that, that was a move. Because then, so at first I could see that you, you kind of curled up, you in defiance. You were like, I'm not, I'm not going to, this will not break me. But then I saw how drunk you were because you like forgot about that and then started reaching behind you, like with your eyes closed, looking for the covers I'd taken from you. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, when I, when I did finally tell you what time it was, that's when you finally sort of were like, oh. Like, you had no real argument about why you couldn't shower because it was a perfectly reasonable time of the evening for you to take a shower and still get a good night's sleep. And you had definitely already been asleep for two hours, so it's not... I wonder if I was asleep that long because it really did take me hours to get home again. Well, we we can look at the fucking timestamp because you did tell me when you got home. You were like, I'm home. Oh, and you were being so sweet. You were, you know, just you were being yourself. You were being nice to me. But then I get home, and you're you're looking at me like I'm a pig. You're like I'm like you're like how dare you? Snatching someone's blankets away, or just kind of an you encroachment were, on someone's human rights. Excuse me. Your scent was an encroachment <laughs> of my human rights. All right. I was like, I sat in the bed with you for a second, thinking, can I sleep night? And I was like, I refuse. You sleep next to a donkey in a barnyard. That's what it would have been like, correct? Yes. Yeah, well, Jesus was born in the barnyard. I don't believe in Jesus. How's that sound? What you got now, Irish Catholic? Well, next time you sit in a fucking chair, you just remember that it was done by a carpenter, and a carpenter, a carpenter, he was invented by Jesus. That's a bad argument, but I did win the argument yesterday because eventually you got up to take a shower. You got up, you like left the room, you were like, Ugh. like you, you you were seconds away from hissing at me, I swear to God. So then you go to the bathroom and you're, you were in there long, you were in there long enough without turning on the water to make me feel I mean, like, just fell asleep. Just I thought, well, I did have a thought that maybe you fell asleep or I thought you were like releasing all of the hounds out of your fucking stomach for what you did yesterday. Or I thought you were trying to trick me that you were trying to trick me into thinking that you went in there to shower and then you were going to come out covered in dirt because you sneak back to bed. Just yeah. Cause you were list. sneering at me. You were, you were sneering at me and it was the, I said to you, I was like, I have never been more angry with you than I am right now. And you didn't give a fuck. You gave no fucks. You didn't care. So then you take the shower. And, and so you were in there without turning on the water long enough for me to make a salad and eat a salad. And like sort of like I was just like, fuck. And, you know, we have roommates now. So I'm also thinking like this is this is a disaster because you you were you were like so honorary. You were like, Ugh. I thought they think that maybe a bit of a hobo. They might think you have a drinking problem after two nights. But, so then you come out and you're like, you come back into the room and you're like, I've showered, you know, like I'm supposed to fucking roll out the red carpet for you. And I was like, all right, thank you. And then you were like, can I go back to sleep? And I was like, yes, you may. And then you were like, are you angry with me? And I was like, yes. And you were like, and then you go back to sleep. And then I was awake just most of the night, just because, and you wake up at like 4am and you like you know, look at me and you're all cute and you like try to hold me. And I, and I say to you, I was like, I'm, I am not happy with you. And you were like, why? And I was like, oh, you don't remember. Remembers nothing. I love that about my brain. <laughs> it doesn't bother retaining the negative stuff. 
is what was it? I even got a good filter on when I'm drunk. It just pushes all the. I mean, you, I, and it was it was fun relaying all this information back to you because you got, you had a very good giggle about it. I was hearing it for the first time, and I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I was mean, like, what a what a what a what a character I am! What a cheeky little scamp! Yeah, <laughs> going to bed covered in shit, <laughs> refusing to shower. Oh God, yeah, yeah, and and then refusing but... hygiene is funny. That's a funny thing to do because I don't know. Can you can you force someone to be clean? Like, what if I went to the supermarket and I was just covered in shit? Can they say something and I could be like, oh no, you're infringing on this part of my culture is part of my culture is to have shit on my face. <laughs> And, uh, it is. I mean, well, it is. It? I mean, you come home with shit on you every single day, but I appreciate that. Um, we had a nice laugh, and now today is a new day, and you have cleaned yourself. Now we did. I did a gig tonight. You did a gig tonight. I just stand up again, and I it was an open mic, and God damn it, I miss when people go on stage and go. So I'm on the spectrum, and. <laughs> <laughs> never do that <laughs> that's exactly what I, oh, I, I saw tonight it was good it's good open mics are good because I like hanging around with uh, people who can't look at you in the eye so that's me as well yep good I'm glad you're so happy so no one makes eye contact and everyone just does their what they think is funny I mean all in all London is a vast improvement I mean there was you did accidentally almost give away all of your money to a scammer within hours of yeah, jet, touching down. I had jet lag and you set me up. Oh, I set you up. Okay. Well, you know, I was trying to set up our phones so they would be in working order. And then you put me onto the bank and... Uh... Well, I, I'm just going to say this because, yes, fine. I'm going to take 50% of the accountability here. Um, I googled Revolu customer service phone number, and uh, apparently there is none. You but googled it. You googled it, and then you press call, and you hand it to. Hand I didn't it. press call. I I googled it, and I had to type in the number. Oh. But but somebody's purchased ad space that's at the very you top ha- of Google. You handed me a phone that was calling. Yes. So I put in the number that said Revolu customer service phone number. And that is someone who has purchased that ad space and they use the Revolu logo. And it is a uh, phone number that leads to, I don't even know. (laughs) Hello, my name is Pinjab and I'm going to scam you. Yep, that guy. And then that guy... You explained what the issue was because we were trying to give some information to... We were trying to have three verify our bank account, your bank account, so we could get our phone set up. And then the guy told you this what? slick dick. <laughs> slick dick. It's not that slick, but go on. This slick dick obviously heard the jet lag in my voice and knew I was an easy target. And got me to download an app that gives him access to my phone and all my child porn <laughs> i mean that's what he was really there for if we're then i mean he was like now just go to revolut and put in your pin and i was like wait uh, well i didn't even i was i was about to do it and then you were like hang up the phone well because hang up the phone because you're like reading blogs going then you never ever can get them you can't call them well, yeah, so the thing is, is I made the mistake of just looking at the logo and being like, this is Revolu's customer service phone number. But then upon 
this guy telling you to download this app, which like I've used with a customer service before where they, you know, you mirror the screen, but he tells you to download the app and then he tells you to go into the Revolu account. And I'm just like thinking, what? And so I go back to the page and then I realize that it, what it is, it's just people trying to scam people. And then I'm hearing what he's doing. And I was like, no, no, like snapping at you. And then he calls back. He starts calling my phone back. You remember that? Yeah. He called like three times. And then I pick up the phone and I'm like, hello. And he's like, hello. I'd like to speak to the person I was still talking. I you was know, talking he was to- like, we've got the real retard here. Let's try again. Yeah. We got to try again. This guy, we nearly had this guy. When I was just like, I don't know who you're talking about. Like, I'm the only one here and this is my phone. And he was like. I'm talking about the the man seated next to you, and then I was and like, that is he scared looking, the is, shit out of me. Looking through my camera because I've been awake and like thirty six hours. I didn't hours. know what to do then when I thought he might be looking through my camera, so I just did what I didn't even do. What I put my phone down my pants. <laughs> and you showed like, him. You want you want to look at something? <sighs> well, yeah. and and so then 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 I remember he was like, well, he called me for help, and that was the last thing he said. Uh, before I, I, we, we still have a number. We could call him back and just like you know. We could call him back and we could record it on the podcast. We should maybe do that sometime. But I want to do it with. The no, I'm gonna call him back and I'm just because gonna, we got I'm scared. Just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him to sort out of my Revolu account and then I'm gonna keep on playing just snippets of like uh, child porn, die hard. No, just die hard. Just random bits of die hard. What about Con Con Air or Con Air? Ooh, face off. I'm gonna anything with Nicolas Cage and cheesy. I'm going to just play it down the phone. And he's going to be, well, what is this? And then we're going to, are you going to empty my bank account for me or not? <laughs> or do I have to put the phone back down my pants again? Well, it was it, it was very alarming. And then when three called us back to try to set up the phones, can you imagine what that woman must think? Because I was like, no, I didn't get in touch with the bank. In fact, oh, here's yeah. what's happened. And now we're concerned that all of our money is gone. Yeah, that she was... actually talked us through that though. Yeah. So you know, three customer service, I would say five stars. Except yeah. now they keep calling me. Yeah, well we can. Ask. Do they keep calling you? Yeah, no, they only try to call me twice. They call me every fucking day. No, well just answer when you're ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> or just answer it and go like three. Not no, I appreciate it, but uh, maybe next week, maybe two weeks, I'll call you. Don't well, be pushy. That's why we're late. We've had a lot going on. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there wasn't the podcast. Let's probably we can podcast again soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, as you're as you're yawning. This has been such a riveting uh, experience. No, we have to fucking get a routine going. My routine's fucking... Uh, yeah, it's just alcohol. It's work. It's work alcohol, and then alcohol. It's stand-up. It's, I mean, I'm reading Sylvia Platt's uh, fucking journal. Yeah, Hilarious. I know. You, you have a crush on a dead teenager. Hilarious. Everything Sylvia says is such a hoot. Such a hoot that you want to put your head in the fucking microwave. Okay, now I'm jealous, but can you can you shout out some people? So, so this... Damo. Nice. Kevin. Next. Excellent. Sinead. Boom. Adam. Yeah. Naylor. Tom Ford. No, fuck off. All right, we're we're going off the phone. If you would like, we did put a bonus episode on our Patreon available for the $5 subscribers. That was on for if last If we get week. another uh, 300 Patreon subscribers, we're going to upgrade the recording equipment. That would be nice. Yeah, 300. Maybe one day. 
300 five, 5 bucks a month and we'll actually record something that doesn't sound like my phone down my pants good night hey, hey, hey.